This is Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss, a math professor at the University of Arkansas. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. Happy fifth anniversary. Today, Sunday, January 18th, is the fifth anniversary to the day of Hmm. the math factor. How about that? Isn't that cool? That is cool. So, so as, no cake? No. <laughs> no cake. Sorry. But I'm going to put on uh, some of the earliest uh, segments on the web, right. on the web page, mathfactor.uark.edu. I haven't listened to them. I'm sure it, they're quite painful. I was and, pretty nervous. <laughs> actually, it even started a little bit before that, not the Math Factor itself. But I interviewed you because oh. you had a, a weekly sort of math quiz that you sent out over That's the web right. to University of Arkansas students and faculty and staff. That's how it got started. And then uh, after that conversation, I said, hey, right. let's let's do this a little bit more often. And I should add that none of it was actually my idea. Not no. The, not the puzzles, not Nothing. the math factor, but it was very cool that yes. it happened. Happenstance. Serendipitous. I want to start with something that's sort of seemingly unrelated, but uh, good to remember. So okay. uh, what happens when we add up – so we take – um, we add up half, mm-hmm. and then we're going to add half of that again, so plus a quarter, and then plus half of that again, plus a, an eighth, plus half of that again, a sixteenth, and so forth. So half plus a quarter plus an eighth plus a sixteenth. Well, you get closer and closer to a full piece again, Full right? piece, right, because you can think of it as going halfway and then halfway again and then halfway again and halfway again, and, and you basically flesh it out. So that's one half plus a quarter plus an eighth plus a sixteenth plus and so on is equal to one in the in the limit. Well, that was not too bad, but here's a tougher one, and this actually has something to do with our puzzle last week. Okay. So it's um, a quarter, and then instead of going half of that, we go twice that. So we go a quarter plus Mm two-eighths plus three-sixteenths plus four-thirty-seconds plus five-sixty-fourths and so on. That's a tougher sum, and there's a couple of ways of doing it. But what's really neat is there's actually a really, really fast way of doing it, which has to do with the puzzle. So let's get to that in a sec. Okay. So let's go back down to the puzzle. The puzzle was uh, we – the first game was we flip a coin, and uh, the payout – the game stops when you get tails, and the payout is a dollar for every heads you get until – Right. So if you flip three straight heads, you get three bucks for the dollar you wagered. That's right. And but if it comes up tails the first time, you just lost the dollar. Busted. And so the question is, how much is that game worth uh, to play? And the answer, one complicated answer, is it's exactly that sum I just said. Because, for example, uh, in the long run, suppose you play a zillion times. Well, one in four times, when, every fourth time, it's going to come up, say, heads and then tails, because that's a one in four chance of happening. Right. And so what's and so the, you're even there. You're even. Uh, if you pay a dollar. Right. Or, no, you don't lose if you pay, get to That's what I'm it saying. Just, you, you, it's a push, as they say in the push. gambling part. What's that mean? Uh, you, you, you won a dollar, but then you lost a dollar, so it's all even. You're back to square oh, you one. Nec- well, we don't, we, you didn't necessarily lose a dollar. It depends on how much you pay to get in. Well, okay, right. But you lose. Right. right. So, um, so um, let's just figure out how much you'd win, and then we'll figure out how much okay. you pay. So then you get uh, – so one in four times you would win a dollar. Right. Similarly, um, to there's a one in eight chance it would go heads, heads, tails. Mm-hmm. And so oh, there's I a see. two in eight. In the long run, that happens one-eighth of the time. So that contributes two-eighths of a dollar to the pay, uh, overall average payout. Similarly, there's a heads, 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 tails happens one-sixteenth of the time. And there's a three-dollar payout when that happens. So in the long run, that contributes three-sixteenths to the total payout. And so summing all of that up, we get exactly the sum that I just said. So the real question is, how much do you expect to get if you add up a quarter plus a two-eighths plus three-sixteenths right. plus a tough sum? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of 
tricky ways of doing it, but here's a really clever way. And Math Factor historians will recognize this as something we asked in a completely different context. And they uh, do exist. I don't know. <laughs> five years ago, fully five years ago, we asked this question in a completely different way. So um, the fast way to do the problem is really simple. On average, how many heads do you expect to see in this game? Well, you know that it's going to end in tails, and as soon as you get a tails, it's going to stop. So you know that you're going to get one tails. At some point. Right. Every single time you play, there's going to be exactly one tails. Because it has to stop, right. And you know that every single flip is Mm 50-50, so you know on average you're going to have one heads. Right. So it's worth a dollar. Worth a buck to get in. And you're right. It is a it is a push because it's worth a dollar to get in, so you pay a dollar, and in the heads tails right. case, you'd come out even. Exactly. Right. Okay. So you were just thinking way ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to slow us down. <laughs> I see. <laughs> now we were talking also about the second one, which is um, this so-called Saint Petersburg paradox. The second game is actually worth an infinite amount of dollars to play, but of course nobody would pay an infinite amount of money. So something's completely bizarre about mm-hmm. it. So the way this one works is. It's the same deal, but the amount of money you get doubles for each head. Right. So, so if, it, say you're paying, you, you, what do you? What's the buy-in? What do you have to pay to, well, to play the, the game? Well, that's the question. Okay. So um, we don't know. I mean, the answer is actually it's worth an infinite amount of money to play, supposedly. But okay. that's crazy. So if you have a heads tails that would happen one in four times, mm-hmm. and you get a dollar. Right. Heads heads tails would happen one in eight times, but you'd get two dollars. So that's still worth two eighths a quarter. Right. Uh, heads, 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 tails would happen one in 16 times. That's worth four bucks, right? Four bucks. So it's still worth one, a quarter. One, two, four, right. So every single possibility is worth a quarter. There's mm-hmm. an infinite number of possibilities. Mm-hmm. It's an infinite number of quarters. Right. It's worth an infinite amount of money. That's insane. Nobody's going to pay. I wouldn't pay that. I wouldn't. How much How much would you actually be willing to pay to play that game? I mean. I'd, I'd pay a buck. Well, you'd you come know. out ahead for sure. Well, the, I, okay. How much would you pay? I don't know. Oh. So the answer, I guess, is how much can you realistically expect to uh, to get from the bank? How many times you really realistically can expect to play the game before the whole thing's thrown off? What's the maximum pot? Right. Because that controls um, how many times realistically you can flip before the game ends, and that's going to be a finite amount of money. If the bank rolls 100 bucks, if there's 100 bucks, that's the potential to win. Then that means that at most you're going to, uh, flip eight times. You know right. that it's not going to go past that. So the because you'll have either broken the bank or, or lost. Right. And so the game is only worth a quarter plus a quarter plus a quarter plus a quarter plus a quarter up to eight times. So about two bucks. That's the way to think about okay. it. Okay. And if it's uh, Bill Gates, who's worth fifty-eight billion dollars, then it's worth about ten bucks. <laughs> so because because it would take that many quarters about right. Uh, I'm just going by rule of thumb to um, to. To bust the bank, you'd have to roll you'd, if for fifty billion. You'd have to roll what about thirty-four times? Yeah, you'd have to get thirty-four heads in a row. You and I are going to open up. Uh, <laughs> no, I do. You know what? <laughs> gambling's for the professionals. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna. Yeah. We'll be the house. No, it's again. Gambling is for the professionals <laughs> well, that know what we'll, they're doing. We'll have. We'll hire some big thugs. <laughs> yeah, too. you will end up at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, I've got another game. Okay. So another paradox, mm-hmm. which isn't a really a paradox, but it's kind of related to um, – did you ever hear this, that when you play Monopoly, uh, Illinois Avenue is landed upon the most I have read ever. that. I have read that. I, you know, I never really see it – So now – Why? Now as no a mathematician – they just repeat it. Right. I actually know the tools. So, so is it, it true? Me, 
Well, I don't know because oh. I've never actually bothered. Because okay. the tool is you have to make a giant matrix, and then you have to ca- make a giant calculation. And, um, and then you have and to play monopoly really. a lot of times. Just no, but see, it. that's no. the beautiful oh, okay. thing. So you can actually work out the long-range behavior in a way that I'll explain a little bit uh, next time with a okay. much simpler game. But for now, I just wanted to sort of discuss something called Perando's Paradox, which okay. is closely related to this. Okay. So Perando's Paradox is that you can take two games that in themselves, both of them are losing games. Mm-hmm. And they're very particular games. They're very highly structured. And But then if you switch back and forth between them randomly, actually, it's a winning game. So if instead of, you know, you have the two games separately are both losing games, but the game where you sort of combine them and you switch back and forth is actually mm. a winning game. Isn't that far out? It is. And um, essentially what's going on is that by switching back and forth randomly, you're sort of resetting the two games that that's what's really happening, that either game by itself is much like Monopoly in the sense that a particular situation is more favored when Mm -hmm. you keep running through the possibilities. But if you sort of hit the reset button periodically, then the games become winning. Isn't that Hmm. far out? Yeah. It kind of makes sense. The way I told it makes sense, I guess. But, I mean, I could have told it in a way that didn't make sense, Mm. I guess. (laughs) But... um, I guess I could say what the game is, but it's kind of complicated. But basically, they're both two coin flips. Okay. One of them, you just sort of, uh, but they're weighted coins. So you have three weighted coins. Mm -hmm. The first game, you just flip one of the weighted coins, and it's weighted so it comes up tails just a little bit more often than heads. And but you lose if you get tails. So it's obviously so odds are a little bit more that you'll lose than win. It's, not, right. it's, it's Just, less than 50-50 for you. That's right. Okay. Now, the other game is slightly more complicated, and it's not really obvious that it's a losing game. It has to do with the fact that it, this kind of Illinois Avenue phenomenon. Uh, you have two coins, mm-hmm. and one, um, well, you can adjust the values, but one of them you flip if your pot is worth, is a multiple of three. Mm-hmm. And the other one you flip if your pot's not a multiple of three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously there's some sort of interplay, right? You win... If you have a multiple of three, then you go up, you go down, right. you go up and down. And, um, well, I'll tell you the specific values. If you, say, flip – if the first coin is weighted so it comes up tails um, 60 percent of the time and the second coin is weighted so it comes up tails just a little bit under 45 percent of the time, okay. then that actually comes out to be a, uh, a losing game. It's not obvious that it's losing. No, it's not. You I really have to dig into wow, it to find see, out. Wow, that's, see, that's how I would have been it, hooked. And I the reason is, is that, that because the exact proportion of when it, which coin you're going to use is not obvious. It's not one-third, two-thirds because it's actually um, it's a little slightly weighted. So anyway, we'll discuss that in some and, – And here's a little bit of advice. Whenever someone is explaining a new game to you mm-hmm. that they want you to play for money, assume that the odds are against you, Right. Unless you're playing with me. I'm a very, very fair (laughs) casino. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm happy fifth anniversary. Happy to you.